The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Cheers. Cheers. Hello and welcome to another episode of the British English Podcast. I actually think I need to keep up with the quick intro for new people. I was getting my hair cut today and the barber was non-native. And after a natural discussion about what I do, I didn't throw it in his face or Mm. shove it down his throat. Mm -hmm. I suggested he give the podcast a go. And to my surprise... He uh, put the clippers down immediately, got his phone out, downloaded Spotify and started playing an episode whilst continuing to do my hair. Wait, wait, wait. He didn't have Spotify. I know. He he didn't have any podcast app, actually. (laughs) Who is this person and has he been living under a rock? That's what I think. But actually, I think we're a minority still. What? Eight billion out there. I don't think there's that. I mean, amongst the people that you socialise with, You're probably in the majority, but yeah. Actually, I've talked to every barber I've had. About Spotify downloads. Just generally podcasts. It's Mm -hmm. come up, you know, it's what I do. And they're like, what's a podcast? And they're like, what's a podcast? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But yeah, he put it on, started playing and continued to to cut my hair whilst it, it was playing. And unfortunately for me, to my horror... It was the latest episode, which at the time was the one where I did some impressions of, of characters from Phone Jacker. And it didn't really sound like an educational podcast for English language learners. I will continue to state at the beginning of every episode, just in case another barber comes along, that this is a show for anyone who is wanting to improve their British English whilst listening to culture-based conversations Typically between native speakers, and we have exactly that today. Because I am sat opposite my darling wife-to-be, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the ball and shame. <laughs> never, never call me that again. Can you think of other names like that? Well, you love to drop in a missus lately. I don't know what's gotten <laughs> into you, but I hate it with every fibre of my being. Please do not refer to me as your missus ever again. Well, after August 26th. I will never be your missus. You will be my missus and I will be your mister. I do not like that. Can you think my other half? My better half. Yeah, that's a compliment. Got any others? A bird. Ah, hello, sir. Welcome to the British English podcast Bed and Breakfast. How can I help you? Oh, yes, I'd, uh, I'd like to check in early, please. I have a reservation under the name of Mr. Smith, and uh, I'd like to listen to the podcast for free. Certainly. And would you like a turn-down service and a complimentary worksheet with your stay? P- pardon me? A turn-down service and a free worksheet. 
What what on earth are they? Let's let's see now, shall we? A turn-down service includes getting your bedroom ready for a night of sleep. In other words, I get in your bed, roll around in it, and then get back out. Oh, and the free worksheet is available for anyone listening to the British English Podcast. You can access it by going to the britishenglishpodcast.com slash freebies. That's F-R-E-E-B-I-E-S. By clicking the link in the show notes of this episode, or you can download the app called the British English Podcast app. It's rather impressive, as you can listen to every single episode and see the free worksheet on the same page. Very, very useful, and as I said, complimentary usage for any of our guests. So, how's about that turndown service, eh? Fancy it? Uh, I I think I'll pass on that, thanks. But I'll definitely be downloading the app you mentioned, yeah. Where Where can I get my hands on that, then? In your device's app store, sir. Search BEP for BEP or the British English Podcast. You can't miss it. Right. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, what room number am I? Room number 325, sir. Take the lift up to the third floor, take a left, and voila! Your home away from home awaits you. Right. Right. Thank you. See you tomorrow at breakfast. Sleep well. (sighs) Don't let the bed bugs bite. Because we really do have an abundance of them on the third floor. That's just as bad as Mrs. Mrs. Yeah, it definitely is. It's worse. Please don't ever call your girlfriend or significant other your bird. No, significant other. Significant other. That's there we go. Kind of bit lame, but it's a bit lame. <laughs> it's a bit lame, but it works in most contexts. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Um, so we're here to give you some very original. We're copying. It's a segment from a very popular podcast in the UK that everyone seems to be tuning into at the moment. It's a talking point for for some people when we get together. It comes up in conversation occasionally because the co-hosts of the show have been in the public eye for a long time now, haven't they? They have. And not only have they been in the public eye, but they have also been in our actual eye Brilliant. Did that work? I yeah, don't that think was so. That was great. That was great. <laughs> they are our current neighbours, the one and only Abby Clancy and Peter Crouch. Yes. Abby Clancy, she was a UK model. Mm-hmm. Still is a model. Yeah. Yeah. And personality, I think now. Yeah, she's, she's like a, a podcast host. Yeah. All of the above. Apparently she's just got an interior design show. Mm-hmm. Yes. But before she was a model. Mm-hmm. And then, dare I say, yeah, a wag. Mm-hmm. You can still she... say wag. Okay, but she was... She, she wasn't... was an OG wag. No, I'm saying that she was making it herself before she met her partner. She didn't just lean on the marriage. Mm. No? I definitely think Peter Crouch's football status helped her career, I would say. I'm not sure how... Abby, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> they will never... <laughs> Do not worry. Well, they are our neighbours. We, you know, Abby, Peter, if you want to do a collaboration, let us know. I don't think the same shows come up based on their location. Well, actually, they'd be a very good podcast for your listeners to listen to because they have some interesting native language and slang. They like to drop in a casual kind of lighthearted swear word or two and they have abby in particular has a different accent a different accent to a you a neutral southern 
accent, also known as received pronunciation. She's Liverpudlian. L- Liverpudlian. Lip. Is it not Liverpudlian, like a pudding? <laughs> that was really cute. That was really cute. From my understanding, it's Liverpudlian. Fact check. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> don't have the resources for that on your podcast. They have. I, a, I do, um, I just don't need it. It's Liverpudlian, love. It's Pudlian. They have a, a producer on their podcast. We don't have that luxury to fact check while we go along. No, but I've just fact checked where Peter Crouch is from. He's from Southampton. He has a, he has, a neutral Southern yeah. English accent. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they do a show. Enough about them. No, no, no. I still want to talk about them. They do a show that lots of people in the UK are talking about. And it's called... The Therapy Crouch. One more time. The Therapy Crouch. Yeah. Which is yeah. a pun. Yeah, it's a pun. It's a play on the word of what? Can you explain it for us? The Therapy Couch, which yes. is like a therapy sofa, which is usually when you are having therapy, you lie on a sofa and speak to your therapist and they listen to you. Very good. I was going to say all this, but I want to get Do it more out. of my lovely voice. Exactly. Get it out of you. <laughs> If you reflect on that phrase for a second mm-hmm. and the culture and the group of the demographic that they represent, mm-hmm. what does that say to you, do you think? I have no idea. I don't know what you're well, asking Well, just think about psychology and therapy mm-hmm. in general and how it was perceived a few decades ago and now where we're at. Are you saying that they are making it accessible? So I just took a sip. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that they are of a demographic where, say, 20 years ago, it would have been unheard of to really bother going to a therapist. Mm-hmm. Most of us didn't really think about this until mm-hmm. recent years. Okay. And to even consider this name mm-hmm. for a footballer, we didn't even say that, Peter Crouch, the other co-host, was an England footballer. That shows that, you know, his listeners, they're comfortable with the idea of therapy. Mm-hmm. It shows that our nation is becoming much, much more comfortable with self-development yeah. and improving oneself through talking therapies. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I was actually listening to a podcast the other day and I would be pretty sure that the US would be the highest amount of therapy goers. Yeah, 100%. And yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I find it fascinating how people like Kendall Jenner, at probably the age of like 22, is regularly seeing a therapist. And they refer to therapists as just like, my therapist is doing this. And it's just, it's like saying your doctor or your, I don't know what else we have. Is becoming that, especially in America, it's already become that. I'd say for the more affluent people definitely to say my therapist thinks I should do this because it's an expensive thing Mm. yeah we're not far behind Mm -hmm. America but it's the whole identity that Americans have I think that goes hand in hand with being whoever you want to be like you can be more than just who you were and so I think it's it kind of is natural for them but Mm -hmm. for us it's a bit tricky because we're stuck in a class-based system still and we were always taught to shut up and carry on or keep calm and carry on (laughs) 
What's the segment that they do that we liked? They do a weekly wine, which is basically like a little wine about one another. And What's another word for a wine? A moan, a, a complaint. A complaint. A yeah. complaint. But I would say it's like a little, like a niggling complaint, not a serious hearty complaint. I like that word, niggling. Niggling. And hearty. Good words. Good words, Stacey. <laughs> and they pair their weekly wine with some wine of the liquid variety, which mm. is what we have here. Yes, we've got some wine of, of our own. Basically, Charlie just needs to bribe me to come on his podcast with um, alcohol. Yeah, and the ability to whine about me. So they call it the weekly wine club, don't they? I think so, yeah. Yeah, which is playing on the words again, like a wine club is a group of people who are talking about the drink mm -hmm. and the flavours that come from it all. We've started to use a new app, haven't we? Have we? It's called Vivino. That's not new. We've had it years. <laughs> not sponsored by Vivino. No, no, I'd like it to be, but it's not relevant at all. Vivino sponsor. What is it? It is a wine rating app yeah. that basically just take a little photo of the label or just type in the name of the bottle or the brand. And it'll give you a rating, it'll give you a little description, it gives you like a nice little scale of whether it's full-bodied or light or acidic or dry or all those things. And it also links wines that you previously rated pretty highly and gives you recommendations for other ones. And it's bloody great and takes all of the tricky decision-making out of buying wine. Yes, it does. It sounds like we're wine connoisseurs now from what you've just said, but it's actually just like an IMDB of, mm. of bottles of We're plonk. actually just idiots. So, We're idiots, aren't we? Yeah. So we rely on this to fund all yeah. of our... I go cross-eyed when we go into a bottle <laughs> shop or a off-licence. Yeah. And you just gravitate towards the nicest packaging. Sucker for a good label. Yes. The graphic designer. Just stick your phone in front of it and it tells you how good it is out of five and how many people have rated it. So it's, mm -hmm. it's very good. Very yeah. clever. And it's done us proud today. I think yeah. it, it's yeah, yeah. helped massively. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, they call it the Weekly Wine Club and they whine about each other. We're going to do that. Before we do... Should we say that we love each other and that this is not going to just plunge us into a negative pool of yes. divorce pre-marriage? Yes, let's. You first. <laughs> oh, good morning, Squire. I do hope you slept soundly. Care for some breakfast? Oh, yes, I'd, I'd, I'd love some. Uh, what's on the menu? Let's have a look, shall we? We have the buffet breakfast for premium podcast members. And we have the exclusive set menu if you're a member of the Academy. All oh, right, yeah. And, and apart from the breakfast options, uh, why would I want to be a member of the premium podcast, you say? Or the... The... Um, uh, the... Or the Academy, sir. Yes. You see, premium members get to enjoy the buffet along with transcripts 
glossaries and flashcards to use how and when you want. Rather like the buffet if you've not cottoned on yet, Mr. Smith. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Very nice. Very nice. All right. So just like the buffet, I can come and go as much as I like and eat or learn in this case uh, in whatever way I like with the basic stuff available for me. Precisely, Mr. Smith. Very good, very good. And then the members of the Academy get everything premium members get, but more importantly, they get to experience some fine dining with a set menu or structure of lessons with videos, audios, quizzes, assignments, speaking classes on Zoom, the speaking partner program, and entry into a lottery to win one-to-one classes with Charlie, the host of the podcast this bed and breakfast is associated with. Gosh, it's a fair amount of stuff, isn't it? You don't suppose I could sample a bit of both options before I decide what to do? It's funny you should say that because we indeed have a sample sausage from the buffet along with a sample of the premium podcast over at thebritishenglishpodcast.com slash premium. And of course we have some caviar and a full lesson to sample for the academy over on thebritishenglishpodcast.com slash academy. Again, All the links will be in the show notes and on that menu in front of you, sir. I will leave it with you to think over, and I do hope you enjoy yourself. Right, yeah, thanks. Food for thought, I suppose. Let's not (laughs) cause your listeners to... The show that they do is so good because it allows for them to talk openly. Yeah, all also, they use it as a, thought, a form of therapy. So they are getting their little niggling complaints out to one another. And yeah, they're resolving them as a part of the conversation. Yeah. I just thought of the phrase off their chest. It's a mm. good one. They're getting something off their chest. Yeah. Yes. And they do it in a humorous way. They, I'm not are, sure we can do that. Dare I say, they have a little banter. A little bit of banter little bit of banter between each other, which is nice to hear. Mm-hmm. And it makes for enjoyable listening. Mm, definitely. And it makes them likable, very likable. For sure. Because they can receive the criticisms from mm-hmm. each other in a lighthearted way. We're going to do that segment. But it's not a segment, it's the whole... Well, they they, they ramble on for about half the episode, so that's True. what I was kind of doing. True. You, you can start. Ladies first, mm, men just before. Just before. Okay. I want to know how hard you're going before I oh, pick I which, which one of my 432 wines I'm actually going to voice today. Wow, that's a long list. The most recent one for me was today. I'm a little bit under the weather at the moment, and uh, I was in the bedroom. And Man ca- flu. Well, no, it's more than that now. It mm. was that for the first two days. It's been two and a half weeks. Still si- no sympathy. That's another one. I should write that one down. <laughs> I was in the bedroom, banging headache, and we're currently, we're currently dog-sitting for my late grandparents in their house that they haven't sold, and it's a lot bigger than what we're used to. We're normally used to a one, two-bed flat. But we're in a five-bedroom house at the moment. Six. Six-bedroom house. It's falling to bits, but it's still a big house. And I was in the bedroom. You were in another room way off. And what did you start doing? Having a natter with me. You just started talking to me in a way that you assumed that I could hear every single syllable. And then afterwards, can you hear me? 
And it really annoys me that you think that I should drop whatever I'm doing and pay attention to everything that you're doing, despite the fact that you've not thought about what I'm doing. (laughs) And it's also generally really annoying. It is annoying to shout, but I'm going to say you do the same. You... No, 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 no. No, what do I do? I found a solution. I found it years ago when some family members did this quite aggressively. Mm -hmm. We learned from it. What do I do now? Call me. I say in a very low tone, can you hear me? Do you? I've never heard you say that. No, no. (laughs) Do take that back as if. I have literally never heard you say that. We need to end this episode. (laughs) I cannot believe... Are you serious? I've never realised you'd be fuming over such a small little thing. This is like the moment where I said, we've talked about the wedding every day. (laughs) She's giving me such a glare. And that is it for the podcast today. (laughs) Have a lovely evening and I will never be on again. (laughs) It's impressive to see how well they do it, considering we've gotten into just one thing and we're (laughs) raging at each other. But I said that to you and then you said, you're you're, you're going going mad. We've we've barely talked about the wedding. Are you kidding? Stop. (laughs) Read the room. Are you telling me you've never heard me say, can you hear me? Yes, I've never heard you say that. Ever. Are you doing this for... No, I have never heard you say that. I swear on my life. How do I start then? Hello? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Stacey! No. Stacey! No, no. I say the tone that I want to talk to you at, can you hear me, love? And then if you say yes... I continue talking. If you don't respond, (laughs) then I just don't voice my thought. And I think that's a great solution. And I'd like you to to do the same. I will do the same, but I do not acknowledge that this is your I'm so angry. (laughs) This is such a small thing. Other other relationships have real problems. I know. We are... But I don't think they would... Bickering about... I, I think the whole point about these conversations on podcasts is that they're not the big stuff mm-hmm. yeah don't want to talk about that time that you oh. <laughs> do not dare all right well are you going to respond to that anymore no i think yours was was a lame one to start with no it wasn't i'm sorry listeners for the come on lame... come on talk about how frustrating it is and i mean we live in a big house boohoo it's frustrating poor us but explain your argument then. Different one. No. <laughs> as in why you do that. Oh, you do it as well, though. Equally. <laughs> explain why you do that. Explain why I, you know, just trying to have a chat with you. So today, she not only did it for functional reasons, but then she also said... So actually today I have she a confession. Said, what did you say? I said, did you have a nice Cobham? walk? No, I said, did you have a t- nice time in Cobham? And actually, I'm going to admit that that came out involuntarily because (laughs) I think my subconscious was feeling like I had 
quickly neglected you and walked away from the conversation back up to my work because my work is more interesting than you. So I... That's another one on the list. Just felt like... I had neglected you. So I think my voice just projected and said, did you have a nice time in Cobham? And I didn't even really think about asking you that. Okay. I mean, that was sweet. And I responded in a jokey way saying, are you joking that you would bother shouting across the house for that? Mm. That was quite sweet. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sweet person, you know? Yeah. You say Liverpudlian. Pudlian. Pudlian. Like a pudding. Like a pudding. Those Liverpudlians. <laughs> Wait, did I say it right? Pudlians. Yeah. So it is Liverpudlian. Pudlian. No. Liverpudlian? Liverpudlian? Ignore Maybe him. it's their accent that you're thinking it's Pudlian. Over to you. Over to me? Over to you. Do I get to do my first wine? Yeah. Ooh, so I'm going many, to drink my wine. So many to choose from. Remember that this episode, just like every single other episode on this show, comes with a free worksheet where you get to see some of the best native expressions that come up in this very episode, along with definitions made for you, a non-native learner. I've even designed it so that you can play the podcast episode on the same page as the free worksheet. It's super user-friendly, so head over to the BritishEnglishPodcast.com right now and check out the free podcast worksheets or simply click on the link that says free podcast worksheets in the show notes of this episode. Where to start? I will start with a most recent one. It happened about four hours ago. <laughs> Are you trying to think what it is? Yeah. No surprise. I've come to terms with the fact that you are very incapable when it comes to making your own food. Okay. But I, w- I will. I would like to argue my case on that, but uh, I will ahead. continue. Go ahead. Well, I'm incapable of making my own food because you're out of practice. Because I'm out of practice, it's been ten years now. Mm-hmm. You are the best. Obsessed with food, you have been a chef in a restaurant for a week mm, at least. I just covered. Uh, yes, but you covered, and you were the main chef just to make the case that you are a good cook. Mm-hmm. So you're a very good cook and you love it, mm-hmm. or you at least enjoy it. It's a, I'd say you think it's a passion of yours. Mm-hmm. Is this your wine or mine? <laughs> no, I'm not complaining. Give me the mic time. <laughs> <laughs> you invited me to explain myself. It's my bloody podcast anyway. And you hate washing up. I do hate washing up. And I up. find but it... But you hate washing up recently no, too. Well, yeah, recently... Because you, you make a lot That's less. wine number. I do the washing up. You do the cooking. Mm-hmm. It's been a very harmonious relationship for it 10 has. years. And so gradually I've gone from mediocre at best in the kitchen to forgetting how to heat up a Pop-Tart. We've so, never had Pop-Tarts. <laughs> that was in my single days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but just to give you the example, <clears throat> yeah. which actually... Kind of. Can I just say, I can follow a recipe. You can, yes. It'll take you about six hours it to do a recipe that is supposed to take 30 minutes, but yeah. you can. But today, also, this is giving you a prime example of you committing the wine that you just accused me of. Today, you got back from Cobham and I had a lovely piece of hummus on toast snack. I made it myself. 
Yes, but I went back upstairs and 30 seconds later, which bread do I use? Functional. The bread, the, the sourdough bread that you just tried and you saw me having. Yes, yeah, that one. Okay, lovely. No, no, but you know where all the food is. I, am I know where all the cleaning stuff is. about my wine. Will yeah, you but shut the, there up? was one slice of bread left that you had stuffed in the far drawer of the fridge. Yes. I would have taken about 10 minutes to go through the larder, that the is cupboard, my hiding hole the freezer, for the sourdough that you, you can't get. Because you sometimes put the bloody Fred, Fred, <laughs> <laughs> the bloody bread in the freezer. So I'd have had to gone through four places, big areas, before I would have found it. I will continue with my story. So then he says, bearing in mind, I'm upstairs at this point. I'm back doing my work. Headphones are on, trying to not be distracted. And I get another shout being like, did you cut the bread in half to fit in the toaster? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes, the slice of bread won't fit in the toaster unless you cut it in half, you idiot. So then... You do Granted, that. but again, I didn't know if you had toasted Charlie, all of it. It's just hummus on toast. Oh, come it's on. literally two things that just need to be put together. It's not that hard. No, it's not hard. No, I have an issue with not doing it the way that you've just done it. I want, mm. I want to do it exactly the same way. It's just hummus on toast, babes. <laughs> you hear that rattle? <laughs> Don't get me started on that one. <laughs> I'm not dying, guys. And she won't even notice. Excuse I... me. Who woke up to a handmade, beautiful lemon, ginger and honey tea and some ibuprofen this morning? Yeah, that was very sweet. Thank you. That was a delicious tea. Mm. Yeah, thanks. Squeeze that lemon with my bare hands. <laughs> what else would you have squeezed it with? Peeled the ginger with a lemon squeezer, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, told you I don't make stuff. Exactly. So, yes, you're okay. now becoming incapable of doing any form of food, whether it's snack, whether it's smoothies. You're very capable of making a smoothie, but instead of making it yourself, you'll just look at me with the puppy dog eyes like, I can't do it. I don't know how. I've started to do it recently, but no, I, I do have this frustration with it. I just, yeah... You just, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just want you to I do just, it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. I think it's out of habit. No, I'm out of practice, obviously. You just want me to deliver you every single <laughs> meal, snack, drink, everything. Well, you just do it so much better. Honestly, everyone, when I'm talking about a little snack... Stacey will make it look like some tapas from the most bougie restaurant possible. She'll manage the impossible and I will go in there and I will throw a piece of bread down, miss the plate and <laughs> butter half the wrong side of it. It just... It you do always manage to... Fuck it up. Yeah, like yeah. butcher a piece of toast. I do. I yeah, just how. the simple things I butcher. And I just don't make them look nice and you mm. make them look nice and they make they taste amazing. So I always think I could get a better option if you <laughs> were to just make it. <laughs> and I'll clean it. I'll clean my own will you smoothie clean it flask. Lately? No, that's not my second wine. I will just say to be nice back because you have just given me a compliment that you are in the household 
by far the best coffee maker. We will leave it there for part one of today's episode. Thank you very much for listening up to this point. If you did want to listen to part two and part three of this conversation, then you can head over to the BritishEnglishPodcast.com and check out the premium podcast or academy memberships. The premium podcast gives you access to the full conversation along with extended glossaries, transcripts and flashcards, whereas the academy gives you all of that plus exclusive videos and audios for the season-based episodes explaining the vocabulary, exampling them, giving you quizzes, writing assignments and weekly speaking classes on Zoom. But if you were just here for part one of this conversation, then I thank you very much for stopping by. I hope you enjoyed the show. Do grab that free worksheet by clicking the link in the show notes. My name's Charlie and I will see you next week on the British English Podcast. <laughs>